You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary, sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We'll get back to the rest of the Chris Plank interview right here on The Happy Hour right about now. Couple more before we let you go. I, I know you got a busy day ahead, and you're making your way to Lincoln here in the next couple of days. Uh, Chris right. Plank of Sooners Radio Network hanging out with us here on on a Thursday. When we talk about Oklahoma in recent years, I guess it, defense isn't one of the first things that comes to your mind. It's the offense. It's the high powered right. offense. <laughs> you got Kyler Murray. You have C.D. Lamb, Jalen Hurts after Alabama, Caleb Williams, all these guys, and this high powered offense. But I want to read off a couple statistics that I'm sure you know, but I want to make sure our, our listeners are aware of before, before Saturday's game. Now, through two games, Oklahoma's defense has allowed an average of eight points per game, 11.5 tackles for loss, 4.5 sacks per game, and they're only allowing 3.9 yards per play. I, I mean, is this just how much of a step forward has the Sooners defense taken in the, in the short amount of time that Brent Venables and I, I believe Ted Roof ha, has been there? Yep. People are so mad about it, Nick. It's too much. They're giving up too much. And it shows you how quickly you can do that 180, right? Last year, they couldn't get off the field. You know, Tulane's driving to win the game uh, in, in the opener. You, um, Nebraska, if they hadn't missed an extra, they were driving to tie the game at the end of it. And the Sooners have won their first two games, you know, comfortably and in impressive fashion. But there's all the defensive line isn't getting there enough. And they're letting the quarterback run too much. I mean, it's it's wild to see how quickly you have like this 180, and this defense has been really good here. But to be fair and honest, this is its biggest test, right? I mean, there Kent State runs uh, a, a hurry up offense, but they don't have the skill players that Nebraska does. UTEP had an off season to prepare and did some unique things, but they don't have the kind of players that Nebraska does. So this will be its stiffest test in my opinion the cornerbacks have played well but they haven't really been tested the the goal has been to limit explosive plays and i think they've done a good job of that i think they've, they've only had like two or maybe three plays over 20 yards in the first few games um what i think will be interesting on saturday is to see have they held back you know, are we going to see a little bit more? Those numbers are great, and they allowed some things against Kent State and UTEP, but does Ted Roof get that green light to be a little bit more exotic? Do we see him get after the quarterback? I don't think they've blitzed very much of it all so far this season. Um, does, you know, does Reggie Grimes and Ethan Downs, their, their big edge rushers, do they get after the quarterback? Is there more disruption in the middle? of the defense. So it's really been fun to see that defense become the first bus in, if you will, and kind of the best part of this team, but they're, they're shaping up for their biggest test of the season so far. And I guarantee I'm not the only one that's saying it, but Brent Venables is saying it. No one's, no one's tearing down the goalpost based on what's happened after two games, but it is definitely promising. All right, Chris, last one before we let you go. I, I want to ask a bigger picture question since I got you on the line. I'm sure we'll, sure we'll have conversations in the near future and before Oklahoma moves to the SEC. But, I mean, how big of, of, a, of a discussion point is that? And was the Brent Venables hire maybe more for an SEC kind of landscape or was it for what Oklahoma needed right now? Yeah, great question. Um, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's for the SEC. And 
you know, if you go back, Nick, one of the big knocks whenever, and I don't want to say knocks, but one of the big questions whenever Lincoln Riley decided to go to USC was whether or not, you know, Lincoln felt like the commitment would be there from the administration to give OU what it wants uh, to be successful in the SEC. Others have said, well, Lincoln didn't want to coach in the SEC. To me, none of that matters because when Brent Venables came in and whenever he took the job, the first thing he said in his press conference was, I know we're going to the SEC and I'm the guy to take us there. And I think from that moment, you're like, okay, let's go. You know, uh, the, the donations have been larger than they've ever been to the program. I mentioned they're in the process of uh, soliciting bids to build a, a state-of-the-art football facility. I know Nebraska is doing the same thing from talking to uh, my pal Jessica Cootie about it. So, you know, kind of an arms race between these two teams and what they want to do facilities-wise, which is always fun. But no, no. Brent Venables was a, was a hire to, to get this defense SEC ready. And Jeff Levy knows what it takes to have an offense in the SEC. So, yeah, he, he came in right away, and he's like, listen, we're ready. Behind the scenes, there's a couple of guys that have been integral in getting the program where it needs to be. From a, a facilities and just a, an administrative perspective, that turnip seed came in from Clemson, and he had been at Alabama with Nick Saban. He knows what it takes. So, yeah, they, they feel like they found their guy to get him uh, to the SEC. And Brent Venables has not just kind of understood it. He's accepted it, and he's, he's embraced it, and he's run with it. So it's been, really, it's been really cool to see that. We thank Chris Plank for his time and, and his interview right here on the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Unfortunately, we're going to cut the interview a little bit short. Maybe we play the rest of it tomorrow. Who knows? Uh, I thank you all for listening so much. Up next, On the Block with Nate and Strick. That is going to be it for us here on the Happy Hour. You guys have yourselves a wonderful day. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.